Have you forgiven me yet? For what? No, I'm just asking. Rome? Just, yeah, Rome? For Rome. For, Rome. <laughs> for making the city of Rome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nay. Father Kyle, I think, would have preferred an Avignon. No. We've got to knock French. the French a third podcast in a row. Just leave me be. <laughs> Forefathers Podcast is an opportunity to join the conversation and friendship of four priests of the Diocese of St. Petersburg. Through their families, formation, and ministry, they grapple with the realities that confront us all. Each episode, they'll respond to a question which they've faced in their own lives and which we often face in ours. Spirit FM is happy to present the Forefathers. Hello, you're listening to the Forefathers Podcast. I'm Father Chuck Dornquist. I'm Father Justin Pasker. I'm Father Alex Padilla. I'm Father Kyle Smith. And uh, Father Justin, you get to lead us off today. All right, here's my question. Are you ready? Uh, somebody asked me about this, and I, you know, I would say it's coming from a very genuine place. Uh, and I would say it's something a lot of people struggle with. So as a Christian, maybe you've heard this before, we're called to love everybody, including our enemies. That's uh, Kind of a big deal. Seems valid. It yeah. Seems like a good yeah. statement. Okay. So then comes, uh, what does that look like when somebody's unrepentant? So, for instance, in my family, you know, in a hypothetical here, because I love my family and forgave everybody. The uh, <laughs> talking about you, Clint. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, That's Father Justin's brother. I don't know if there's any bad blood there. But. <laughs> uh, we, we've fought with all of us fought all the time. Uh, we've all reconciled. But when, when somebody is like, okay, something happened, you know, uh, and it's just kind of the, the hurts start piling up over the year, and it's always the blame game of who's, whose fault is it, uh, and there you are, it's like the family is fracturing, mm-hmm. uh, and then it, it, communication starts breaking down. Uh, where do you go from there? Like, how how do you even get to the point of like, okay, I recognize what I did was wrong. I want to reconcile, uh, coming back together. You know, because for instance, for confession, you know, it's like where where is the contrition, uh, and how do I reconcile without contrition? Uh, and so, what what does that look like if I'm loving this person? Um, is 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 that type of reconciliation possible? Um, I don't know if you guys had any thoughts. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think it's actually a good idea to kind of bring out the idea of the sacrament of reconciliation. It's not called kind of the sacrament of forgiveness per se. God forgives everyone all the time. It's do we do anything to be reconciled with Him? Do we express that contrition? And so I think kind of the idea. I think that has to come out into our our everyday lives. I know, and even in my own family, in my own experience, you know, uh, kind of having to have that attitude of forgiveness, that kind of mode of being of forgiveness, kind of it making sure it's not a reaction or a response, but just kind of a, a disposition that I try to live out every day, especially with those closest to me, but especially, you know, or even in the parish or, you know, in the school or just kind of with those whom I encounter. Um, it has to, I think the idea of forgiveness, especially with those who don't ask for it, you know, don't ask for forgiveness, don't ask for reconciliation. At least for me, I try to, we kind of have to live that out and kind of have that be a, a standard mode of of being, um, and not let it be something that, well, I'll forgive them when they come to me or if they come to me, but oh, my forgiveness is me kind of is, is waiting on top of the hill and looking for you to come back. And I'm there waiting, kind of, you know, drawing a, an image from the prodigal son. Um, 
I'm willing to forgive you. I do forgive you. It's what we have that opportunity to reconcile. And especially within families. Two separate things. Yes. And I think even especially within families and, you know, definitely speaking from experiences, we have to, we have to in a family, especially uh, be willing to forgive and, and basically be wearing that forgiveness on our sleeves. Right. And then waiting for the moment to share that and be reconciled. If we kind of hold grudges or hold on to pain, uh, and even forgive in the pain, um, that's something that is fundamental to keeping the family together. If we don't do that, it, you know, as we were talking about kind of before the, we started recording, it has really far reaching and deep effects within the family and within my own life, you know, as a result. Well, uh, the great Monsignor John Sibyl, I have no original thoughts myself, uh, says to me, uh, he's my spiritual director, is that uh, you know, forgiveness is a choice. And so often I think we forget about that. So often we, we, we think, I can't forgive because they have not given me the opportunity to, to give them forgiveness. It's like, well, independent of anything they can do uh, or they will choose to do, can you be the bigger person? And uh, hmm. I know, in my experience, I can't speak for you all, I've heard many a confession, and not to expound on anybody's faults or failings or many a direction or counseling opportunity uh, where, you know, the wounds that someone else has inflicted on them many years ago or recently uh, still has a profound effect. And, and those folks are, are just not recognizing the power they've, they've rendered to the other who probably doesn't even know that they're hurting them, probably hasn't thought twice about it or, you know, have has gone on a different way and, and, and what can you do to forgive them? And, and I know I've, I've done several uh, exercises with my director and in, 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 in recognizing that I have the power to forgive, but also secondarily to invite Jesus Christ into that. And so there's often this uh, exercise that I do with Father, uh, Father Sippel and I've done with other folks is, you know, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I invite you into the lie or whatever, whatever that was there that, I'm allowing you that power in my life today so that I can begin to begin the forgiveness. And, and so often we forget about that. So often we play the victim and, and recognize we, we, we live in our powerlessness and forgetting that uh, the forgiveness is our choice, forgetting that, uh, that, the, that the aid of the Lord is merely at a request. And so often we, we, we let these things go. And, uh, and I go back to the Mass, you know, uh, the forgiveness we seek and the mercy we 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 uh, we, we we give we we let me throw a couple more French right now. We 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 we. I'm a small pig or a, you don't you know, hate France as much <laughs> as you <laughs> let on. I'm a small pig or a Frenchman right now. Uh, you're definitely uh, not a small pig. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> is that so, a fat joke? <laughs> those are two different things. Uh, anyhow. Uh, we forget that we continually ask the Lord for his mercy, his forgiveness, and yet uh, do we recognize that it's his response for mercy and forgiveness to us is our mercy and forgiveness to others? And you hear over and over again in the Gospels, you know, yeah. how, you know, my brother, and we heard this, I don't know what, where we're at in the spectrum of time now, uh, in the future podcast world, but several weeks ago in November, <laughs> uh, we heard about, you know, if your brother sins against you five times in one day and seeks your forgiveness five times, can you forgive him? Do you forgive him five times? Then you hear over again, how many times should I forgive my brother, Lord? If he sins against me uh, 77 times, how many times? And it's like you continue to forgive. And it's like 
uh, we, we continue to forget that we don't forget, we don't forgive because of what they, who they are or what they've done. We forgive because of who we are, that we are Christians. We live by Christ. We live by the crucified who sees each and every one of us placing him on the cross, not considering our actions, and forgives us nevertheless. Wow. I think, too, with that is, you know, with forgiving or not forgiving uh, and giving that power to the other person, it's like your your healing is now dependent on whether or not they do something, you know, and that you're, you're trapping yourself in this place of being perpetually hurt and caring. We hate to interrupt the conversation, but we do need to take a moment to hear from our sponsor. Tampa Bay's hit Christian music. Hit Christian music. You can't say Your Spirit FM. 90.5. Yeah, and I think it's important to remember, like, in, in the, the prayer that Christ taught his disciples is to forgive us our trespasses as we ourselves forgive others. Contractual. It, it, it's it's contingent. It's contractual. It's it's you must forgive others should you want to be forgiven. Uh, that that's there's if you want forgiveness, you have to forgive. Uh, it that it is what we as Christians do, and I think Father Kyle, you you painted it so well, and that it is because we see the example of Jesus Christ offering forgiveness on the cross, and we ourselves who call ourselves little Christ Christians. To, to imitate that uh, now, and then that's I've done um, quite a bit of, and praise God for for the healing and uh, psychological help I've received with my own family woundedness and background and brokenness, and forgiveness has has been huge on my part. And and in my experience of it, forgiveness doesn't mean that everything is fixed. Forgiveness doesn't mean uh, that I've repaired the relationships or that this person did right by me or or that they apologized. Uh, forgiveness means that I, I no longer uh, allow my heart to be dominated by the pain of that experience. Uh, that mm. uh, I, I ask for Jesus Christ to restore my heart to my relationship with my Father, my Heavenly Father, and that His love for, being, for me be tantamount. And, and in those moments in which I experience unforgiveness, like I, I experience that hardening, that I allow this person and that experience to have some piece of my heart. When, when no one else should have a piece of my heart except for my Heavenly Father. Mm. And so forgiveness doesn't mean that I've repaired the relationships, as, as you pointed out, Father Padilla. It, it means that I restore myself, I restore my heart to where it belongs. And I say that the only one who has power over my heart and over my soul and who I desire is my Heavenly Father. And, and so I use a similar practice. It's, for me, it's in the name of Jesus, I forgive so and so for da 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 da, because ultimately I, I do know that my own self I I can't forgive unless I have the grace of Jesus Christ to do so. Uh, I I I need that love to fill me so that I can step away from that pain or that wound or or whatever moment that caused hurt within me. So f- forgiveness isn't setting things square. It's not putting things right. Forgiveness in my life has been restoring my own identity to who I am uh, and, and to who the Father has created me to be. And I've been amazed at the freedom it brings about. 
and the joy and the peace, um, the ability to go back into family dynamics uh, with with a whole new, it's almost like I have a different footing um, mm-hmm. after those moments of forgiveness uh, in my own heart, in my own self. And I've been really uh, uh, honored, humbled, amazed to see how the Lord, when I've allowed that forgiveness to take hold of my heart, how it, how it becomes a vehicle to others uh, and my family to move into a similar dynamic. Yeah, and to kind of just, I want to bring to our listeners something a very wise uh, wise man once said about 10 minutes ago. Uh, Wade, uh, or Davis, the the, uh, the voice of the, I don't know why I th- said Wade. I, don't, I think edit, Wade edit Davis. Yeah, think, Wade, yeah and Wade Davis, Boggs Wade, and... Bo- I don't know, something. <laughs> Davis, the, the voice one. of the Forefathers podcast, uh, had a great line. Um he said, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. And I think, you know, we kind of, if we ponder that, you know, that spirit of unforgiveness, that w- unwillingness to forgive, it, it rots us, it kills us from the inside. And we fool ourselves into thinking that we can continue on in a healthy and holy way. Um, and so bringing that spirit of forgiveness and pushing for that and, and kind of laboring through that to forgive. It's hard. It's easier said than done, right? But it should be done. Um, but that is what ultimately kind of brings us to a, a, a more, f- a fuller and a healthier and maybe a holier life. And I have to say, I think uh, there have been times when, when someone like in direction or conversation said, well, then I'll ask me, like, have you ever forgiven that person? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Or, or, or no, there's really no need to forgive them. I've, I think the times that have been most beneficial for me is when I ask the Lord, like, okay, God, um, who, who, who do I need to forgive in my life? Because I can be blind, and I can be mm-hmm. blind to my pains and my hurts. I can be blind to those dynamics. I can just make assumptions. Well, this person's that way, and I'm just towards them that way, and so that's the way it is. No, Lord, who, who do you desire me to forgive and to have freedom from? And it's been beautiful to see how, how he works towards that when I allow him to enter in and have that, that place in my heart. Another little exercise I found for allowing the Lord, you know, to help with forgiveness, because even even that can seem like an insurmountable obstacle, like because the hurt is so much. Uh, just even a grace that I've I've, I've prayed for my, for myself is, uh, Lord, help me see this person the way you see them, yeah. um, because that's part of my own blindness as well. You know, like even the the hurt that I've experienced is part of my perception as well. And, you know, my, my distorted way of looking at the world, uh, maybe what I think it should be, what, what my definition of justice is, um, and that there's, there's a healing uh, and a transformation in me that, that's also always needed because only, only God is the one who can see what happened perfectly. Uh, and so even, in, you know, kind of being in, say, the right, um, being the, the uh, afflicted party, um, well, then, Lord, help me to see this in this person the way you do uh, and seeing them as a child of God and, and his love for them, you know, and suddenly like, forgiveness becomes a lot easier. Just kind of changes our, our perspective on the, on the situation. You've been listening to the forefathers podcast. Uh, we hope you move towards forgiveness. You can interact with the forefathers and submit questions for future episodes at facebook.com slash DOSP forefathers podcast. That's DOSP, the number four fathers podcast. 
The Forefathers Podcast is brought to you by Spirit FM 90.5 in Tampa, a radio broadcast ministry dedicated to bringing the community hope through hit Christian music and sharing the light of Christ through the fullness of the Catholic faith. You can listen online at myspiritfm.com or get our free app by searching My Spirit FM on Google Play and at the App Store. 